Primetime's going virtual again, baby. Can you believe that? that is, is, is anything ever going to be live again? That's really the question. Guys, if you're listening to this, um, we know there is fatigue having to be on Zoom call after Zoom call. But if you were available for the last primetime for Nationwide, it was actually a really good use of time. They had fantastic speakers, and they're going to do it again, Kinsley, March 16th through the 18th. If you're a Nationwide member, um, you cannot miss it because right now more than ever, I think we need to be digging down deep and looking outside for inspiration. And this is exactly the kind of event that can help us with that. So guys, check it out. Um, you can go to nationwideprimetime.com. Site isn't quite updated, but I can tell you from the press release we have, it's the 16th through the 18th of March. Book that on your calendar and make sure to give it some time because that's where everybody's, all the cool kids are going to be there, Kinsley. Yeah, they are going to be there. And uh, I think some of the cool kids that are going to be hanging out there are cool kid friends from Podium. And here's the deal. We've had such a great time with Podium this past year. Go to podium.com forward slash dose to, to get signed up and get communicating in a modern, relevant way. And here's the deal. I'm going to give you a little scenario. You probably heard us talk about this. If your salespeople are texting with your customers, that's a good thing because friends text with each other. It's an immediate medium. It happens right then and there. It pops up on your phone. Quinn's phone is always dinging in the background on the <laughs> podcast. It's not my phone. I swear. Right. <laughs> As you silence it. I love it. I, I, well, I just had to check. So if you're texting with your customers, that's a great thing. But managing that communication through Podium is next level because you have a dashboard you can log into. You don't have to give out your personal cell phone numbers. You can keep passing the baton if the customer is moving to another person within your organization. And all of that is on a dashboard. And the coolest thing was during 2020, from the time COVID shutdowns happened until the end of the year, text to pay, which happens through Podium, you text your customers a link and they can pay processed roughly $50 million in payments through texting. If you're not doing this, you're missing out on lots of money. Tell them Dos Marcos sent you. Go to podium.com forward slash Dos. Dos Marcos podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So Quinn. So Kinsley. So Quinn. So Quinn. So you know, uh, last year, let's, let's compare and contrast. So last year, you're talking about 2020. And there were all kinds of references to clarity and vision and things coming into focus. 2020 vision. People were pumped. And I, I, I think the meme of the year for me was 2020 on January 2nd. This is going to be my year. 2020 on March 22nd. I'm wiping with a coffee filter. Mm -hmm. And now here we are in 2021. And as we kick off 2021, I think... We just have to acknowledge the contrast because for me, and we've talked about this, not a lot's changed. And we're sitting here going, 
Well, usually at the beginning of a year, you have that moment where you can inject it with some effervescence and optimism and say, this is going to be my year. Here's what I'm going to accomplish. Let's get after it. It's a blank slate, clean canvas, change the page on the calendar. Here we go. And that tone is not rippling through society at this moment. I think that normally the enthusiasm, at least it feels like this for me in conversations I've had with some people, the enthusiasm you feel towards the next year in January. So it's always great because you get through the holiday and you've had some time to relax and think about things and have family time. But even this year, that's been different, Kinsley, because I think there's a ton of stress, like people not getting to be with family. Um, and a lot of people have been sick. My whole family has been sick the whole holiday. So there was no break for us. I mean, it was just miserable, not feeling well and not really getting to enjoy a lot. So you come out of that and you're kind of slothish in how you feel. And there's been an emotional, um, cost to 2020. So the enthusiasm, the belief, the excitement, the, um, that feeling that you might normally have to take on the world, I don't think it's there for a lot of people. It's not. And sadly, you know, I think people are so used to that feeling being a part of post-holiday festivities that it's a little tough to navigate. Like, well, okay, great. What, well, what do I do? Because last year, you know, during this time frame, people were excited you know, we were getting ready to go to market. We relaunched Englander. I mean, this was like one of the biggest months of my professional career this time last year. And it was super exciting. And now here we are. We've had an amazing year in the mattress business. But personally, and, and from an industry perspective, we're missing each other. I mean, we talked about nationwide primetime going virtual again. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a way to stay connected, but it's not the same. And nationwide acknowledges that they're like, yeah, we're ready to get, get back together with our community of people where hearts are shared and relationships are deepened. And that's happening at scale and it continues to happen at scale. And I think it's going to be that way until the vaccine, you know, really rolls out in a big and meaningful way. Um, but man, it's such a strange way to start the new year. Now, where's my head at? I'm still going to come up with a plan. You know, I've still got my plan for, for Englander, for personal stuff. And you come up with your plan and you work your plan. But it's just like some of the military guys say, no plan survives contact with the enemy. So for me, it's going to be more commander's intent. You know, if, if you're in the battlefield and you say, uh, you come up with a specific plan and you really map it out and it's too detailed, whenever the bullets start flying and people start dodging, your plan's going to go out the window. So instead of coming up with that detailed plan this year, for me, it's commander's intent, which is there's the top of the hill. Go get it. Now, how you get there, what's going to happen along the way, many things are going to change and you're going to have to improvise. Like a jazz musician, you're going to have to be agile and adaptable. And you're going to have to really change along the way. But that's the skill that you get to continue to work on and I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm sad and hopeful at the same time. Um, but, but I think that's natural and normal right now. 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. So you're, you're saying essentially that as you're thinking about your plan, some you're allowing for more ambiguity this year with it because it could pivot at any moment like it did in 2020. So it's, it's, it's not as if it's as solid of a plan as you would put together in a normal year. Did I capture that right for you? Well, I'm still going to, I still like to put together detailed plans just to help me visualize things. But I know that, that there's going to be more of a, an, of an umbrella plan, you know, where it's, um, here are some things that you can accomplish if the world stays off the rails. And here are some things that you can accomplish and your business can accomplish. Should there be a course correction? You know, should we remain bullish on 2021? as an industry. So it really is a combination. Like for me, it's a great exercise to like, just, I mean, do, do what we talk about in our book. I mean, with goals, strategies, and tactics, like really outlining the year, like that gives me great comfort, but that's how we went into 2020 and everything had to go out the window and things just fundamentally changed. So knowing that they could change and knowing what we can concentrate on even if normal doesn't exist. It's like having two plans, two plans in your head. It's like, like I said, being sad and hopeful at the same time, you can have two things that seem mutually exclusive coexist in your head at the same time. That's kind of how I'm thinking about 2021. You know, I, I don't think we like uncertainty, right? As humans. And when you look at 2021 and you start thinking about those plans and you're saying, okay, yeah, let's, you know, it's a little rough this year. Like I, it's fine to have a, a specific plan, but knowing that there's a lot you can't depend on, right? So if you look at it on the manufacturing side, you can't depend necessarily on the supply chain. Uh, you can't depend on who the distribution is going to be because a lot of people are having trouble. You can't depend on other things that might determine the success or failure of your plan. And so because of that uncertainty, I think it creates less enthusiasm or belief that you're going to be able to kick 21 in the butt, right? And so I think that there is some uncertainty which causes a pause and I don't think people are going in to 2021 with the same conviction as they might normally go into a new year. So that's kind of how it's feeling for me. And, but, but that's okay too. The thing that concerns me though is some of the conversations I've had with people where they're just in this like valley and they're, they're slogging through. Um, they've had things happen with their families or their businesses. And it just made me think about the, the, the way out of something like that is action. We talk about that in the book too. Action is the answer always. And, you know, tell me what you think about just, you know, isn't, isn't it to just get out and start doing those little things. So whatever your big goal is set two or three little goals on the front end of that, where you can like accomplish something, get some momentum, get some early wins, get some successes to build on and let that propel you into the bigger things you're trying to get done in 2021. Yeah. I think if you tend to go all in on some, giant monumental goal and it can't happen today, then that it's just going to seed frustration and out of, 
that seed of frustration is going to grow anger, guilt, shame, sadness, whatever it might be. So you're right. I mean, action reveals the answers and, and in a spot where we're so, you know, kind of anchored in place and we're not, you know, getting together in our communities as much as we used to, um, you do have to find little things that you can do. Let's bring it down to a personal level. I mean, for me, this past year has been all about cycling. Uh, you know, I live in, we live in this place where it's amazing for cycling and mountain biking and gravel riding and all this other fun stuff. And so for me, it was like, okay, just get on your bike and go because your actions will drag your attitude along with it. And sometimes I'm like, just get out and go, just go, whatever it is. I mean, when we were writing the book, it was just like, right. Don't judge what you're doing. Don't put it under a microscope or be too hard on yourself. If you're bad at something, who cares? Like just take some action because your attitude's going to follow along. And, and that momentum, I mean, that, that, uh, that, that shift in mind frame from sitting there and not doing to how you feel when just by virtue of doing something is, is a fundamental change. So maybe that's part of our default position this year. It's like, okay, what small thing can I do right now? Because small steps every day compound into something big and meaningful. Well, what we know for sure um, is that failure isn't an option, right? So you just can't lay down. Well, regardless failing is, failing is okay. We've talked about failure, but you're saying if you fail, it's okay. You're just saying laying down and giving up is not an option. Yeah. Th thank you for the clarification. That's exactly what I'm saying. So yes, a fail is fine, but you know, you, you can't just stay in bed under the covers and um, you know, it's just going to require that tenacity and perseverance. This is going to be the year of perseverance, right? And there's a lot of people who had great years, Kinsley. I mean, that's the thing. We're, we're, a lot of people listening to this are like, dude, we're, we're good. I mean, we're in really good shape. Um, and, and some that aren't. And so anyway, um, regardless of where you are on that, uh, and mostly out, people outside of the mattress industry who haven't had uh, as good a year in 2020, this is probably more relevant to them. But bottom line is, um, we always talk about transitions. There's a lot of opportunity that has presented itself because of the new world we're in. So anyway, there's a lot there, but so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm glad we talked about it. I, I, I've had some calls with people um, and there just seems to be this like haze. And so um, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it and just give an acknowledgement that if you're feeling what we've been talking about, you're not alone. Like there's a lot of people kind of, wondering like what the hell is going to happen with this year and the answer is we don't know and it's okay not to know but the other part of that is let's get our part of it right and um you know it's it's going to require us to be as enthusiastic as ever it is and it's going to require us to think about things differently and continue to think about them differently because this whole scenario that unfolded is going to magnify and amplify and fast track trends. And, and look, I mean, we, we've seen some of the shifts in business that, is, that have taken place in the mattress world. And, and it makes it all, all the more important right now to, to, to get your house in order. 
And one of the ways that we highly recommend doing that, and we try to curate good ideas, is with our friends at Door Counts. Um, we ha- you need to go back and listen to that episode with Brad Parker. Brad's the CEO, um, the founder of Door Counts. And he's just such a creative, innovative guy. Like truly, um, kind of next level. I mean, everything from producing his own biodiesel fuel to making an electric bike that he rides to work where he, you know, he's the CEO of a six store lazy boy chain up in Portland, Oregon area. Um, but he, he was scratching his own itch. I mean, so this is a guy that's living retail on the front line saying, I need to know how many people are coming to my door and what's happening to them. What salesperson is responsible for them? What are all the metrics I can track so we can improve and get better? And he, he put on this set of magic goggles. And that set of magic goggles is door counts. And so you got to check it out, doorcounts.com. They've signed up hundreds of mattress stores in 2020, hundreds. And so Jerry and Amber and you know, now Jack, I mean, they're doing a great job. And, and they give you, like I said, this, this visibility. And the, blind, the traffic blindness, don't suffer from traffic blindness. That, those days are over. Um, so get, throw them some support, at least have a conversation. You're going to love talking to them. Go over to doorcounts.com. You can schedule a demo, but it's stuff like that, Quinn. I mean, it's getting into how do I get my house in order? What can I do today? What can I work on? That's going to be foundational to my success. You know, you, you made me think something about something with door counts and podium, two sponsors we have that have in common with podium. You know, the, the, the question is how many of your salespeople are using text to communicate with a consumer? And um, the answer is you probably don't know if you're not doing that or organizing that through Podium. And wouldn't it be cool to know how often your sales force is communicating with the, the consumer? So it's knowing versus not knowing, right? So it's knowing your traffic that comes into the store. So I, I love the, the similarity in both of those. Podium and Dorkens can both give you visibility. Um, and, and that's incredibly important um, today more than ever, right? But um, I want to bring something up before we get off of here. You know, a legend in our industry, Kinsley, has passed away. And his name is Carol Moran. And um, Carol um, is with Corsicana Betting. And boy, I can tell you, they were a factor, Kinsey, for me 26, 27 years ago. Uh, when I first got into the industry, they were... Um, a little business. I was in Texas, little business out of Texas, and they became really tight with the guys at Matt Firm. And so they were a big part of Mattress Firm's growth um, early on, and then um, eventually, you know, grew into many, many markets. And their whole game was being incredibly good at the promotional end of the spectrum. And the, the joke always was, Carol's like, I don't care if I make a dollar a piece, right? That's kind of how he looked at it. But it was always cash money. He built a very good product. He overbuilt them to compete at that end of the market. But if you wanted to buy from Carol, it was always cash money. So you'd, he had his own trucking line. So he's very efficient, logistically speaking. And um, he'd make you pay cash for the product. And, um, you know, he ran in a hell of a good business. And I always said about Carol that, you know, you can, you can, you can say what you want about Carol's business or Corsicana as you grew it over time. But here's a guy that was always crystal clear about what he knew he wanted that company to be. 
He did not try to do too much. And he was the absolute very best at that part of the market out of anyone in the game. And that is how he grew that industry or that part of his business. And as I wrote something on my LinkedIn page, he, just my quick memory of him, you know, when my dad lost his house uh, and my mom in the flood, Carol, my dad having done business with Carol through Mattress Firm and the Atlanta group for years, uh, Carol sent his uh, luxury coach RV down Houston for my mom and dad to live in for six months. And um, I think that's a, a, a real testament to who that guy was. Um, people talk about him being a handshake person, a relationship guy. Carol was also a pain in my butt a couple of times. So I'm sure a lot of people can laugh about Carol that way too. But anyway, he made a, a major impact on the business. Uh, he did it very well. Uh, he was very incredibly successful inside of our industry and he will be missed. Well said. And I had a chance one time to sit down and talk with Carol and share a meal with him. And he's a good man, good man. And like you said, built up a heck of a great business by staying focused and knowing who he was. And it seems like people like doing business with him. So the industry uh, will miss Carol and, you know, that's, it's a sad thing uh, on top of a lot of sadness throughout 2020, but great recap. And I did not know that story about Carol sending his coach down whenever your parents lost their home in Hurricane Harvey. That, that's a good one. Yeah, he, he never paused. He never hesitated. He, he drove that sucker down there. And, um, you know, I, I, my, my dad can be difficult to negotiate with. And I'm sure they had many of those sessions together, arguing prices and whatnot. But at the end of the day, uh, Carol's there when you needed him. And, uh, you know, he was there for my parents. So I know a lot of people have stories like that about him. So anyway, Carol, you're, you're thought of, you are remembered today, and will always be thought of in this industry. Rest in peace, brother. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. As ice. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now, now we, we got, got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth, the bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night 
sit laid back, party over here, get invited, everybody get It won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive Hybrid is where the magic is And we just killed a song about mattresses 